Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from, from a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture and whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash go independent. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Hi Ryan, how you doing? Yeah, it's not bad, mate. Not bad. Um, obviously the result last night. Um, we're going to that. Uh, but start of all, start of all, game first, Aberdeen game semi final. First thoughts, mate, on the victory. What we spoke about last week, Ryan, was we were starting to take small steps forward, and. What we were talking about is we thought we'd beat Aberdeen and we wanted an accomplished performance, which we seemed to get. Um, we got the, got the result right, 2-0. For the first 45 minutes, we were back to their old sales. Brilliant. Played great football, scored two cracking goals. You think, aye, this is us starting to get our identity back. What did you think yourself, Ryan? I couldn't remember that, mate. Um, first half... I thought it was just like the old Celtic. It was quick. It was the passive what we've been talking about the last few few games. In fact, not the last few games all season. It's been slow, passive, nine ten in the game. But I thought the first half it was the first twenty minutes, which is four out of the traps. And I thought it was going to be the first goal. I thought it'd be two, three, four, five. I don't think it'd be saying a few goals, but I just thought I, as you say, it was a bit more encouraging for. Going through the game against Lille, I know we dropped points, but it was still a good performance. On the Aberdeen game, you're thinking, right, you're kind of just thinking, just go win the game. But I thought we played really well, especially the first half. Um, and obviously, speaking about Chris's goal, I thought it was absolutely superb. Uh, fantastic goal, I really thought. Since one of the ones since it lays your feet, you know where it's heading straight into the top corner. I thought Rogic had a cracking game against Aberdeen. 
who are still shaky for the first five minutes to their back. Cosco got in twice at the back post, but we started to grow a bit of confidence in the game. Um, as you say, the football started going quicker than mm. what it's been, what we wanted. Get the ball up the park quicker, get the wingers involved, get the attacking midfielder involved. And Edward showed glimpses of what he'd done last season, which I was encouraged by in the game. I, I, I think Edward, again, his, his touches were good, um, his movement, I still think he could do more, um, but I thought you could see, just by having him on the park, I think he gives you, he gives you an edge, I don't think, of course you want him to perform, but I just think having him on the park, defences, especially in Scotland, they can shut ourselves a bit, because he is, he is the best striker, all in overall striker, so, in the country, so I think no matter who you're playing against, you know that he's got to beat them. Um, but I thought Rogic was superb. The second half he died away, but again that could be fitness. But I thought the first half he was he was absolutely superb. Um, back to his kind of majestic self. Um, his his flicks, his way to pass. But I thought he, even though it was only a wee cheeky layoff to Christie. Um, has awareness to do that we back to you because then I'll play with a mate put the guy on and put a cross in. Um, I yep. just think his awareness is, is superb. Aye, we've missed that spot with Rogic, you know what I mean? He's, he might not be, he might not be a guy that plays for 90 minutes and he's on the ball all the time, but mm-hmm. sometimes you'll get a wee 20, 25 minutes where he's just, his touches and awareness is just what you need in a game. I thought that's what, he was a key with Aberdeen didn't know how to pick him up. You know, he drifts into these spaces. You try and man mark a guy like that, he goes out left, he goes out right, he, picks, mm. he comes deep. You know what I mean? He's not a guy. I would take to mark a guy like that because you think I've marked him at the game for 80 minutes and then he just picks a wee pass through and he just picks one out into the top corner. And it's, that's the difference that we probably have been lacking. We've got two very similar players in a lot of the positions that do the very same things, whereas Rogic has got that wee bit of spark that was needed. Definitely. No, def- definitely, mate, because obviously we've had the Champlain there, and the game against Leo, I thought the Champlain further forward, I thought that was the way to go, and in the second half, he was criminal, and I thought, he can't play it again, and then so, uh, Sunday's game with Rogic, I think I wrote that here, mate, I think he was a missing link in the midfield, um, but I think he can only play certain games where he's a bit of a luxury player, in my opinion, I think I know yourself and yeah. some other fans think, um, like Rangers games, I he can play, but see when it comes to playing against like I don't know, maybe a Livingston, and you need to win the game. It's all about the midfield battle. I don't know if he's a guy to he play. Maybe that's what you do. Maybe playing the jam or you do play McGregor and Brown the two. But on Sunday, I thought he was. I thought he was. I know he didn't get man of the match, but I thought he was superb. I think sometimes his performance going to the radar. He might only have ten minutes of magic, but it's the ten minutes that. Can win the games. Win the games, mate. Exactly. They're the ten minutes that can change a game or win a game, and that's what we have been lacking in there. And you can see the forward players. You know what I mean? They kind of come alive when he's there because they know he pick a pass out. They can make gear runs. They can drop in, and he can just pick them out. You know what I mean? He's got a touch at Nate else is really good, and the forward forward positions. I'd say. I mean, look at his close for everyone else. He's, you know what I mean? Many players could have dug that close No many in the team with her. No, you're, you're right, mate. I've got that as well. I thought he's... Uh, he's just, the way you hung it up, a lot of guys could have miscued that or 
for me, from Pong's been saying he's the roughest not been that good. He's, he's yeah. getting by his man and it's no good in, but Rogic to just start up, I thought it was brilliant and obviously I knew said awareness to just be there. Um but I agree with you, mate. I thought it was again I think the two goals him they get spoke about a lot. I, I don't know if it's because it's Celtic like sold them, but there were two brilliant goals in my opinion. Uh really, really good goals, as you say, is it's just the movement that Rogic brings, he, he drags players at positions they don't want to be in, let's be honest. Centre horse, midfielders, he drags them into positions that they don't like being in. And that was the difference. He opened up Aberdeen's back line and midfield. You know what I mean? We just maybe Edward just dropping in and he's getting behind like they wanted him very close. Mm-hmm. Um and the wee touch. That wee touch it might not mean a lot to people, but that wee touch broke Christie that yards of space that he drifted into could then curl the ball into the top corner. You know what I mean? It's just Small margins like that can make a difference in games, you know what I mean? No, you're right. Um, I was kind of kind of miffed at why, why we were actually going to accept a bid from because I was like, I would rather no have that four million and have him all season because two or three games. Aye, it's, it's, it's the same. I, I got um, my pals of Rangers fans, they say as soon as you see Rogic and name one on the team sheet against them, it's Shit, we've got a fucking game today because he he's brilliant and he always plays well against Rangers. Um, but I thought on Sunday was definitely a missing link to what we've been kind of having recently been in Champlain there. Aye, uh, well, I was listening to Super Scoreboard when I was coming home for work the other day, and Andy Hardy was on it, and he says to Andy Hardy, talking about Rogic and that, and he says, mm. "Oh, he's very very hard to play against." He says he's very very clever. He says, "You think, oh." He's drifting, he's not even doing it, and then he just pops up with a goal or just a killer pass, and that was coming to Andy Hardy, who's obviously played against him, you know what I mean? That's, it just gives you that wee insight into both that we, what we see, and then mm-hmm. coming to an actual football player to see the, the way we think is the way he actually plays, you know what I mean? Just to, it can be so quiet in a game, but then it can be just effective within a couple of minutes, you know what I mean? It can change a game. If you remember it against Aberdeen in the treble, and he just takes that maze run mm. and just puts the ball by Joe Lewis at the front post. Most people would have tried to cut that back a close goal. He went to the front post, and I mean, it's just that wee bit of difference that you're getting with Rogic, which is really good to know, but it's just whether we can keep the guy fit, that's his problem, I think. You know what I mean? I think I keep him fit again, because a lot of players are not seen fit again. We've, we've not got the, the GPRS belts, we've not got the data, we don't know with a light, but they definitely don't look as as, as quick as it's not as flea phone as it has been. Um again I don't know if that is because they've had they've had stuff with COVID or injuries or not a settled team. I don't know what it is. Or is it just the lost them for the manager it's no getting there. But it was crazy how Sunday we just I thought we're kinda of turning a corner. Um, uh, we were talking about small steps, Ryan, where we think we just we don't try and go mad and go all oh, brilliant. We just try and take small steps and keep going forward. We're hoping we would have happened. You know what I mean? No, oh, uh, again, I agree with you. And then obviously, Big Duffy's in a, a bit of sick. Uh, but I thought on Sunday he done what he was asked. He wasn't getting caught out, out wide, he wasn't caught out. out. The right or the left side, I think he was he's just done his job, defended the ball, 
Boom Larson Cosgrove. He's just done what he was supposed to do. And again, it doesn't look it doesn't look good on the eye, but he kept a clean sheet and I thought that was maybe another game where right, that was the rough soap because I thought he played well. I thought he was really good. I thought Beaton helped him a lot and I thought with Beaton being the passer at the two of them helped him. You know what I mean? Because he wasn't then trying to pass balls out to the back. Beaton was a guy who could do that or he was just keen it to Fling Pong on the right and that, keeping it simple and winning headers and winning tackles, which he was brought in for that. So he's basically in the day in it. He's to win the big headers and the big clap on challenges and put a presence in the defence which we felt we never had. You know what I mean? Which I thought you were right. Aye, it's, that's what you But against Pat Afrag, just opened your eyes up against how vulnerable he can really be. You know what I mean? Because I, f- I agree with you there. He just done what he was supposed to do. And down south, he was just known as a no nonsense centre back. But up here, he's been drawn out wide. And I, I do feel for my way the way we've been playing. Um, Sunday, it was superb. So I, there's nothing really I can fault there. But days before that, it was like. I don't want to say Lennon was making him to be a mug, but he was going places where he shouldn't be. He should right, be. Right, that's what I agree with you on Just a wee point. We've got the balance to the team is, why are we going, you'll never get away with it in the SPL, right? Your two wing-backs gung-hoing it. You're left with two centre-halves. In Europe, the two centre-halves aren't the quickest with the foot at the back at this precise moment. So, when a winger or a attacking midfielder running at them it's, and they're getting dragged into positions they don't want to go, it's simple for these guys to just go, I'm taking a ball and knocking it by him because he's no there to get dragged away out to the right-hand side or beat to get dragged away out to the left-hand side. It, surely the balance of the team should be a flat-back goal in Europe. The wing-backs should take a turn each again up. No return at the same time. No, as I'm not good enough to be that expansive. We've got to go as a flat four. If the boys on the left-hand side lacks out attacks, the boys on the right-hand side bring-pong attacks, you can't go to two of them at the same time and then you get exposed up the park and your defensive midfielders are up the park. It just tits up. You know what I mean? It's too but easy. Definitely, I agree with you. It's, we got out. Aberdeen and Sunday were fine, but as you say, we got to play better teams. Your two full-backs can go gung-ho, as you say, because you've no got the two centre-backs to, to really deal with. Um, and I think that Talbot lacks all on Sunday, I thought he was up and down. He did, obviously, he's playing against Aberdeen. He was up and down. I thought he's got that bit of nasty streak in him, um, which I'm missing. He's a massive upgrade. I know we're kind of slow. Sorry, go, mate. Sorry. He's fair. He's fair. He's hard but fair. You know what I mean? He wins his tackles um, well. He's, he's a massive upgrade. I, I, I don't want to kind of slot my own team right, but it's hard when you're not seeing him play well. And, but he's a massive upgrade, Greg Taylor. Um, he's up and down. He's got, as you say, he's got a, a fair but nasty streak in him. He can get by a man. He's quick. He can defend. He's probably the left back. Um, he's probably someone like Tierney, right? Because Tierney's unbelievable. But he's definitely a guy who can play and think right, we're comfortable there. So that size is kind of fine. Um, I thought against Sunday, I thought it was superb. And again, I think he's just kind of creeping into 
being the player that we might be expecting as a left back. You just on that point, Ryan, as you make it right. We obviously knew the board knew we accepted a twenty six million or twenty five point five million bid for Kieran Tierney, right? So surely our recruitment would have been there's been a bid going to come in for Tierney because we knew for a long time people were going to come in for Tierney. It wasn't it wasn't fucking rocket science, let's be honest, was it? No. So how have we know had our recruitment that's identified a left back, right? So I'm just going to make a point to you here. We played against Rosenberg. You had a boy, Bert Melling, who was a left back. He mm-hmm. played against us six times there, two years, three years, whatever it was. And I thought the boy was brilliant at attacking and brilliant at defending. And my own opinion that is that's not anybody else's opinion. And I thought, we could get that boy for two million. Go and buy him. And that, I would say, he could be a good cover for us. So what we've done is, we hung on, we hung on. We go and buy a guy born go at three million, who was a total fucking disaster, let's be honest. So then we go and spend two million on fucking Greg Taylor, mm-hmm. who is average, let's be honest. So that's five million up to now. I don't know how much we're paying to get the boy Laxale in and loan, right? So realistically, we spent the best part of ten million to recruit yeah. a player that we knew was already leaving. To me that's a fucking shambles, to be honest with you. Ten million three left backs, you can spend ten million on one left back and you know, I shall I shall store itself. Or even boy that by I'm not saying Bert Mellon comes out to be a great player, but to me, he's better than Greg Taylor and he's better than Ball and Goalie. And he was yes, a goal for two million, you know what I mean? So why does it take three attempts to get a left back in for Kieran Tierney? I know it's a hard thing to live up to, but it's just a bit of a shambles to the club. And just no, you're right. Definitely. When new Fraser Foster wasn't coming back, right? We obviously knew it. There's no way. He must have turned in and says, ah, I'm going to challenge my hand at Southampton. So why did we let go of Craig Gordon, right? Who's a decent backup keeper. So we knew Foster was leaving. We get rid of the backup keeper. We were left with one goalkeeper in the summer and Scott Bain and a youth goalkeeper. We then got by Barkas, who I don't know if it was rushed or what, but I don't think we scouted that guy. I don't think we done our mm. homework on him, obviously. And now it sounds like the same situation's happened again. When we know players are leaving, we're not good enough to recruit quick enough to get the players in to replace them. Again, that's just down to the fucking recruitment side of things. I say, on this, we all talk about the recruitment of Mel because I agree with you. Um, even in Sunday there, Bain, I know he wanted to... But I don't, it doesn't fill me with confidence. Um, Barkas, again, I can't really judge again. I've not seen much of him, but again, why was it not done? If he was that, if he was the main target, why was it not done right on the start of the window? If that was the case, if it was shouted. Uh, Foster, again, we don't know if it was money, if it saved any, any game enough guarantees or whatever. I don't know. But I do agree with you that things in that department need to change and bottom well, the situation was we knew after a few games it was a fucking slip. <laughs> Just you know what I mean? It was one good game. It was one good game at Ibrox and I thought, right, it might be already here and then it just uh, it was just a spiral. It was high but we're not expecting guys to be tierney, but at least just be as you see that the guy Merling, it might have not been Absolutely brilliant, but he was, he was maybe a 7 out of 10 every week, and that's all you asked for. 
just a guy who's missing. He came in and did a job. He was fit and can go up and down the line with what we wanted. That's what, that's the sort of the, that's what we were looking for. And I just feel with things like that, it's just it's a shambles to be quite honest with you. No, I agree with you. Agree with you. Um, agree with you. But obviously, for Sunday's game, we last week, but I thought we played well. Um, turning corner yeah. before last twenty minutes, we seen out the game. We were a little bit tired, but and the game against Leo, we tired. The goals defeated. I thought done well to see the game out, and I thought that again we're through another another final could be gone for. A fourth treble in a row, and again, I don't think that's getting spoken about much. Then oh, unbelievable achievement, unbelievable. It's something we'll never see in a lifetime ever again. You know what I mean? It's just the success that we've done. We're spoiled for success. Let's be honest. Over the last, I'd even say twenty years. You know what I mean? Um, it's been unbelievable. But you get greedy when success. You want yeah. more. You yeah. want more. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. That you want to be that player, you want to be at the top of the, you're not always going to be at the top of the field, but you want to, if you're going to go down, you want to go down fighting the tooth and nail, you know what I mean? Definitely. You want the players, you want the players to be in the same wavelength as what the fans are, you know what I mean? That's, we've all got to be in it together. Um, and if we do win, if we do the treble, it's an unbelievable achievement, unbelievable. Oh, um, it'll never be matched ever, and I think in anybody's lifetime, to be honest with you, you know what I mean? Uh, some, I don't see even just when a treble is hard enough doing that and I mean four um, I agree with you I think if we won that mate I think we'll be all about for a week bender even people who don't even think alcohol will be drinking because it's such a uh, even if you get beat obviously you'll be bothered but you've got to a fourth treble final and you're like yes as you see you did get it you do really good with success, you just want to win. That's why all these top players are top players and they win. Like, right, right. I know Scott Brown's with Celtic, but Scott Brown's makes these tenure Celtic's been success. So, uh, yeah. we're turning to the Spartan game now. When he's losing games, he must laugh. I, I can't handle this because they're used to success. The success, the success, you know, playing football. When you're confident in the success, you want more. It's like a drug. Mm-hmm. You want it that much. You want it more. The more you get it, the more you need it. You know what I mean? And that's it, definitely. It's, and a lot of the players have really stood up and been absolutely amazing through the full time. You can't fault them. You know what I mean? Because they've gave us everything. We've asked them, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? No, some, of the, some of the best memories we'll ever have. And 
supporting Celtic, you know what I mean? So oh, apart, apart from Seville, I'm not a wee guy, it's been the best I've ever seen. Uh, but anyway, on to the on to the good stuff here. Sparta Prague, your first thoughts, mate, because I'll say my bit, but I'll let you get in first. Your first natural thoughts after the game. Flabbergast, disgusted, hurt, let down. I felt like it was just like putting a loving country at the stone and asking them to get playing a game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just disjointed, no tactics, just people playing for themselves, people just looking for other people to take responsibility on their part. It just, to me, it just reeked to absolute shambles, man. It just, and I, I'm, I don't want to be critical, I say it right, but to me, this has been coming for the start of the season. The recruitment will go into later on in the show, but right now, everything comes from doing things right to the very start, and we'll not talk about the recruitment, but you go back to the first game of the season, we beat Hamilton 5-1, right? And we went, oh, started the season well. Then I think we went away to Dundee United in the second game, was it? Mm-hmm. No, Kamala, sorry, we went away to Kamala. We drew one each in a plastic pitch. Very unconvincing. And I just think for then, we've never been... I can't even remember watching a game. That would been game flashes. Good. Hibs game flashes. I can't remember watching certain going, oh, we look really good here. No. I think we've been going to get... We've, that's, that game's been coming, I think, for a long time. And we've been papering our cracks for the start of the season, to be honest with you. I, I, I agree with you about being, mate. I think you says, I was... I don't really sometimes, I try and not get myself involved with the say like getting angry. The same that I think was it the same going in. I, I think I had a cup of tea, but I had something about it. I went off, I went off my nut. I was like, Dad, I was watching my dad and I'm like, that's, I would go off my nut if I was a striker watching that, playing Sunday football or Saturday football, and I mean watching that. It was, I thought, the first goal, even before the first goal, Sparta Prague had two chances. I think, mate, that's your warming. Yep, yep. Started the game very well. I thought, I, I thought it'd have been four or five. Being honest with you, I thought as soon as the first five ten minutes went, we were. It was a bit quicker. I thought, right, this could be a good one here. And then obviously the first goal, just, it's poor, isn't it? It's, we spoke about the defending that corners and that. How many? Close balls and corners and things just come into the box. Nobody takes responsibility and deals with it. McGregor's telling people behind him, you do that. He switched that. The boy flicks the ball into the box. It's just a, a shambles, you know what I mean? It just, to me, there's nobody taking the, the game of the scruff of the neck or the ball and going, I'll go for There should be two or three people run, run at a time, win a header or get blocks in. That wasn't happening. That wasn't happening. Everybody looked at each other, you know what I mean, to, to the ball that came into the box again, and nobody deals with it, and it's fucking fine goal, and they're going, fuck, say how many times does this need to happen for us to wake up and smell the coffee? You know what I mean? I know, mate, I know. I, to be fair to the Sparta Prague, it was actually a good finish, but he's still... I just say close balls, and it's poor. It's... it's the first goal was terrible to lose, and then obviously, like you say, I still don't know how I missed that. All you've got to do, we've all played football, all you've got to do is tap that. All the pieces, just tap it, you don't need to fucking stretch together. 
Um, but the second goal for me is, is criminal. It's Beaton's, Beaton's no stroke to cross. The boss went there, Brown, night Brown's fucked it out of the way, which you're probably meant to do. You're not really meant to hit the ball in the middle of the park. Brown's done his job. But where's fucking Frimpong? He's away up there. I know. He's, he's so old, the right hand side, because normally Brown's probably expecting him to be there. He got a fuck on, I'll get it away. Frimpong's no there. Sold himself up the park, and then the guys come in and score. McGregor. The boy just runs at McGregor. I don't know if McGregor stops half, half. Half stops the tackle, what? I don't know what he was doing. Boy skips by him, bang, turn away. You're going, what the fuck's going on here, man? This is fucking. It's amateurish, mate. No, you see that in a Sunday game and go, ah, what's going on here? You know what I mean? It's pure ah. amateurish defending. It just it baffles you at times, mate, how poor you can be for me to be a top fucking side, you know what I mean? That we're just doing Sunday school stuff, you know what I mean? That's where I kind of lost it. It was the second goal. I was, as I say, because I've kind of shot playing football now, I'm watching it from like a coaching perspective. I know if I'm doing this, I'm looking at the games and I'm thinking, this, this just isn't right. Tactically and positionally, I, I know we're playing four at the back, right? So why the fuck? I know your, your wingers and your fullbacks, when you play wingers, they go up and your fullbacks go up and all, but he's getting up and leaving a big hole. There's nobody in there to cover his ass. He's not got Ayer to come in and get him. He's got Beaton who's on front of back, and you've got Duffy who's he's not got any pace. And no, then Brown's, uh, Brown's left himself for three or four men out there and he fucks the ball. It's, it's, I don't know if, I know we're, we're talking from a fan point of view and obviously we don't know everything that goes behind the scenes, but where the fuck's the position since? No, using the defence and then using one side say it's on the left hand side lacks out attacks but Fring Pong stays we are too gung-ho the two of them want to go firing up the park and then you've got McGregor busting forward and if you lose the ball in their positions you're, you're getting exposed it just baffles you mate it baffles then, you obviously for see after that as well I can't remember as well see after the goal right they, they had another chance Christy missed it McGregor missed it, and you're like, are you fucking joking? It's... We've all played football, right? What do you, what's the first thing you do today? Stone up. Don't dive in. We dive in at every opportunity we fucking get. It's, it's so hard to... It's hard to... It's just hard to pinpoint what's happening. I mean, it just doesn't pick a man out. You know what I mean? It's... It's hard to watch, isn't it? It was yeah, the, the third goal. Don't deny it. I thought Rogic, for our goal, Rogic was good. Griffiths came on, and that's just what Griffiths does. That's Griffiths. But again, a lot of, I want to touch on my sucks. A lot of fans were getting something about a joke about what he says, right? Mm-hmm. I think that I do agree with my certain degree. It was the wrong time to talk about it. Yeah. He should be talking about it after that performance, but. I do agree with something in the way that if Griffiths isn't fit, then he shouldn't have been his team. If he's fit, something. Then the last five, ten minutes, because how should he make it fit if he's only playing half an hour every game? He can't. No, no, no. He can't. Um, no. And for me, but I still like... Going to Griffiths' point, Ryan, is... Sorry, mate. 
Not again. We'll spend five million on a Yeti, right? The guy's no fit either. So I think I'd rather give a Yeti a bit of grief for not being fit, considering the fact is Griffiths is coming in and scoring goals. A Yeti started scoring goals, but he's mm. no fit. He's, no, he's coming back to international. Uh, he was away with Switzerland or away in Switzerland there just recently. He's come back, he's still no fit. He's playing with cameos. It's just, I think he should take a bit more stick if that's the case. If Griffiths is getting stuck, making a wee bit of a difference in games. Like he scored against St Johnston, he scored against Aberdeen, he scored against fucking Sparta Frag. Maybe Griffiths does need TPs, if they're saying he's no fit. Start him in a game and let him blow his arse, and maybe he'll score one or two goals for you before. Because Big Edward last night was a shadowy sell. I thought he was terrible last night, really, really poor. You know what I mean? Aye, I'm going to touch it on me. I thought he was. He didn't look interested. Um, he, was, he was jogging back, sometimes even walking. He was there. He does his behind, but he does right. He's tried it again and again. Why do why not pass the ball or hit a dig? Why do you always need to do your wee tight feet and then it's okay. like I I don't know if it's because he's need confidence in now because he's no scoring or he just doesn't look interested. I just I don't know what it is. The team just again, but for me that was for my opinion, it was the end for the manager. I know we've all played football, right? And you play football for first yourself and your teammates. And then if you ma- oh, but your, your instincts isn't it, I need to win a day for the manager. It's I need to win for my, myself, my teammates, my club. You know, the manager shouldn't need to get you up for a game. But if the manager's no giving you that edge, then obviously the players are going to go, oh, fuck this, I can't bother this. It's. Yeah. And the fact that he's kind of, he's, every time I have a press conference, now he's trying to kind of go back on himself to make himself sound better, and then he can away from it again, because he says that players are want to be there for the Ferenc Farrell's game, but yet he's probably still playing the players. So, and then he's saying... He's never stopped praising the players since then. Even though they've been absolutely garbage, and they're right. by results, and you're going, that fucking shit here, mate, you're... We slated them. They obviously reacted to it. They've no liked it. And now you're saying they're scraping by Dundee United 1 0 in the eighth minute. I yet he scores. You're scraping by St. Mon 2 1. Oh, they're brilliant today. Well, who the fuck do you think they're playing Barcelona, mate? They're absolutely dreadful. They're scraping by results. And he's going to praising them. Then last night he goes, but well, the players need to take responsibility again. To me, it looks a lost man, to be honest with you. It's sad to see it, but. No, I agree. Do we, we let it go that bad that he, he has to lose one or two more games and your season's totally gone? Or do we make changes sooner rather than later? That's a big question, that. Aye, that is. What I say, so we'll touch on that, mate, but obviously the third goal, Duffy has... Ah, see that photo? Oh, have you seen it on Twitter and that? He's, he's, he's looking at the fucking disco lights for forever there. Oh, shit, my man's away. Uh, he's it's, 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 it's shambles. But that all stems with, right, you're playing a back three at this point, right, now. You went a back three, and you've got El Hamid pushing so far up the park, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's fucking practically a right winger. Fring Pong's right aside him. He tries to pick a pass into the middle. The guy takes it. Simple on his feet. Passes a couple of passes, they're running it fucking Duffy. Um, 
and beat on in that. McGregor's toiling to get back, which I thought was his worst game in a Celtic shot last night. But is that going to error been doing a bit of loose shit? I know, I know, I don't know. Um, and then Big Duffy just honestly, I think a granny and a Zimmer thing to take goodbye, Duffy. <laughs> it's so cool to watch. You know what I mean, it's actually criminal. You're thinking, can't you just be another stone? And match the enemy between a better job and that. You could do the same if you're You know what I mean? To your heart and your soul, why? But if you're not good enough, then he's got to be dark, mate. Honestly, it's sad to say it, but if I, he's a cunt that keeps conceding, well, I concede my goals for he's got to get dark. I don't care if there's a boat 20 on the bench. Get him in, because Duffy's not any much better than him, can I show you that? You know? I agree with you, mate. And then obviously the fourth goal, Beaton stepped up, the guys went through, the defence haven't even worked with him, and tapping. It's it's fucking hard to watch, isn't it? It's as it see, I think you see as soon as that ball can move through, I'm with that on a goal. You're shitting yourself. You don't trust the defence at all, apart from that, so I think the rest from Pong. Going forward, forward it gives you a bit of pace and energy, but he's no... Yeah, there's no point if there's no final ball, man. I don't see him putting no. one good pass out last night. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's just the way we're playing now and he's just what, lack confidence as well and stuff like that and he's only a young boy, but can it, can it, it just looks to me as a... They're all individuals. They're all on a bit pretty day for their end stuff. They're playing their end stuff. Maybe he's actually... There's no actual fucking... Structure to his at all. There's no day, like, there's no day in the park actually telling us what the, telling the players what we're doing or anything, what ground leadership qualities seem to be lacking in, as far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? See, I was wise, I was wise to touch on ground and pick is that a lot of fans obviously were getting mad about a jet and I do think that at that level now, I think he's, I don't want to say it, but I think he's finished at that level now. Um, I think the manager's got a He's got to put his brain together now, and as much as I don't want to talk about Rangers, right? See, Steve Gerrard, uh, Gerrard Davis is what, 36, 37? 36, 37, right. Davis plays a game, now he's on the bench, he gets 10 minutes, he plays, he's 10 minutes. Actually, I we need to start down at the Brown now, we need to manage Brown now. As much as I normally always say, is if Scott Brown plays a big game, if Scott Brown plays well, Celtic play well, I can't say that anymore. Because Rangers, he was poor. It's last night, he was poor. Again, the full team were poor last night. I don't really want to pick out individuals. But the question on mine is last week again is we're lacking a, a defensive midfielder for Lanyama quality. Mm-hmm. A strong, powerful guy who can break play up and get you going forward. We put Scott Brown, we're too nice and nice in there. You know what I mean? When was the last time after that with your heat in Europe where you say Celtic? Dominated a, a game in the midfield. Don't try to fight me. I generally couldn't tell you. In Europe. He's even this one, one I can remember is Scott Brown wasn't even playing. We had Ryan Christie alongside Callum McGregor, and I think it was RD Leipzig at home. So the two, two one game. The two one game. Mm-hmm. And the energy is the two them broke. Why can we, how can we not play Christie in, the, in there alongside Callum McGregor? He's got the energy. He can put his cell about a wee bit, aye. But that was one of his best games in a cell shot that day. He was everywhere. He was absolutely outstanding that day when he played alongside Callum McGregor. And he gives you the energy that you probably need to in that position. 
to help McGregor, I know. You know what I mean? You see, we, we were talking about that, right? But obviously, Leipzig and... See, yesterday when Brown got two car fight, he made the subs quite early on, right? Is that not him admitting that he got ran again? He's taking Brown off. What does that tell you? Brown's not playing well, he takes him off, brings on more subs. He's made the changes what he should have done probably at the start. Why Why are we putting one man up front at home in Europe? Fucking hell, man. Why am I see the point. I see the point in where he's, he's trying to go the European style where I'm back to the two holding, but the two holding midfielders on the early holding area, they're not doing it, they're not breaking the play up, they're not doing what's Astrum in there, you know what I mean? And the, the wingers, Ellen Usher was shite last night, and Christy always wants to come inside. So then you're, you're narrowing the park again, you know what I mean? Obviously, the recruitment again, we've been screaming at our wingers, we've no wingers, <laughs> and we've been saying it, we need a defensive midfielder. Everybody around about says we need a defensive midfielder because Brown's not going to go forever and we need wingers. What did we do in the summer? Didn't they sign a defensive midfielder and didn't they sign a winger? To me, again, it's just a fucking shambles. You know what I mean? We could talk about last night all day, but again, we want to talk about the equipment, the manager. Again, for me, I didn't think that's all we brought last night, so recruitment wise and him. Performance, I mean, it was shameful. I think the standards are dropping now. Um, Rogers came in and he, I think he set the standards for the fucking canteen all the way up. And I think we're, we're dragging our heels and we're no actually, we're no going. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. The Drinkworks Home Bar by Keurig is the perfect gift or addition to a small gathering. The Home Bar makes over 30 drinks from cosmopolitans to old fashions at the push of a button. Just insert the pod, press start, and enjoy. Each Drinkworks pod contains real ingredients and premium spirits. For a limited time, get $50 off the Home Bar with promo code PLAY. Go to drinkworks.com to order now. Drinkworks, press play. Keurig is a registered trademark of Keurig Green Mountain, Inc. Used under license. Please enjoy responsibly. Forward again, as you, you were talking about last night, we took about 50 steps forward and we were 50 steps back again. But basically, as you say, the performance... It's a year for we beat Lazio and Rome and the performance earlier, the performance now, you'd think our fucking team had been ripped apart in the summer and brought a full new team in. You know what I mean? I know. It's went to that, to that, you know what I mean? In a year. And let's be honest, Sparta, Sparta Frag are a decent team, but they were missing seven players. They're no a fucking Bayern Munich or a fucking PSG or a Real Madrid or a Barcelona. They can't beat us six or seven one last night. Let's be fucking honest. Because they go with about half two half decent saves. They hurt the ball and they hurt the two posts. You know what I mean? And I think that's been coming all season. And I think, to be honest with you, it's a wake up call with, I don't know if it's going to spark us into life or what, or they need to change the manager. But we've been shite all season, let's be quite honest with you. And last night just showed you exactly how shite we really are. You know what I mean? Uh, 
having your season, mate, I think we've, we've been hopeless all season. And it's so just last night, isn't it? Just the game where we go right in these sacked. I've been calling for these teams for the last three weeks. People are saying, yeah. people are saying, oh, you've not got the right to, to do this because you've had a lot of success, you've had a blip. But to, to us, we, we used to the success. So we're going for there. Yeah, of course we're going to be pissed off. And right, let's just on that point, Ryan, right? right? A couple of wee facts here. Second heaviest home defeat in a European competition in Celtic's history. Three straight home losses for the first time since 1990 and one win in the last six matches. That's the stats that's new. That's what we've got as a guy in charge. You know, to me, it's not happening. But if we change it, who, who do we go and bring in? That's that's a big question. Well, I seen the, I seen the day Eddie Howe's the bookies favourite back in. He's not his own yet, so I don't know how they, they can kind of judge the odds for that. But a lot of fans are saying they want to take Eddie Howe, and I'm and I'm thinking myself, why not? He's managed exactly. at the top level. And fair, fair enough, he might have no have European experience, but he's managed at the top level on the bone mouth. He's kept a very average bone mouth team. Spent a wee bit of dough, no mega mullies, but a bit of dough, and he eventually gets sacked. But every manager, every job in any walk of life has a, a shelf life. So yeah. for him to last that long and get him up what he done, for me that speaks volumes as a, as a coach and a manager. Surely somebody's managing at that level. The League into the Premier League, they finished ninth, which was absolutely incredible, mm. right? The two seasons ago or something it was. And last season, if you remember right, they were plagued with injuries. I remember right. watching one of the games mm-hmm. and they had 11 injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, and they nearly survived at the end of the season. Only it was a mad dodgy goal that Aston Villa. Somebody played Aston Villa and they scored the goal and bar. They didn't use VAR, but it was out of the line. Otherwise, Bournemouth would have escaped relegation. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, to me, if you're going to change your manager, it needs to be a British manager type of guy who knows Celtic. You can't no, go no, through implement all his fucking his style and all that and he's somebody that comes in right away and hits a gun one if that's what we're going to have to do today but I think it needs to happen sooner rather than later because if we keep continuing the way we are we're just put on their tracks and it's just going to get worse and it's just going to be too late to do it if we can do it in a bit of, you know what I mean See that's what I think has been happening all season Sarajevo we were fucking hopeless we got hopeless, but we've won the game, so on the stats and to the result table, well, that looks good, we've won the game, and progress in Europe, fair enough, these games in Europe, I you just want to get in and you want to qualify, but for me, the Ferris Farrell's game was a game where I went, wait a minute here, this is, this is no right, I know people are talking about 10 in a row, and, but you still need to, we should still be trying to do something in Europe, I know this season, People going, I just, just, just get the ten. But you've still got to qualify in Europe for finances because if you don't qualify for Europe, but even I, Europe at all, the group stages for Europa League or the Champions League, you've no money for the next year. Your coefficient goes miles down and off, so you want to keep that up of some sort. Let's be honest, we're not a Champions League team anywhere. We're, we're a Europa League team, but last night we looked like we were. Uh, not even a Europa League team, and we were just fucking exposed. And you think we were playing Bayern Munich or Real Madrid or something last night? The way we get absolutely tore to shreds. 
know what I mean? It was, it was, it was, the lack of fighting desire and willingness to try and get in people's faces last night, it just looked like they gave up, to be quite honest with you. And the manager doesn't look like he's on the touchline screaming at cunts either. And the two cunts that sit inside them, see fucking iPads, fucking Stratton and fucking John Kennedy. I think that's Cluedo doing Cluedo done, man. They two are fucking clueless, man. Watching Netflix, watching Netflix, it's in the park. You must be mean, Duff, what you says, mate, last week. We must be mean, Duff. Somebody else that's going to go out there and be a wee bit of fucking shouting at players and telling players, get into position. They two, it's a long sideline and they just all look at each other like fucking clue doing that, honestly. Real stupid. I've, I've marked that down, mate. It is like, it's, I, I've heightened off. <sighs> He definitely had a big influence because, mm. and plus it, it took his weeks and months to replace him as well. It was like they replaced him right away, so... That, that, was, I mean, that was another thing. That's another thing you see. It's just it's a shambles of how we deal with things. The, recru- the recruitment for coaches, management and the players, but I've had touch on obviously the recruitment, right? We've seen, we've supposedly chased David Tumble for a year to two years, right? You yep. sign for three million pound, mate. You don't sign a guy for three million pound to sit on the fucking bench. No. He plays a decent game against who is it? Briggins coming to Briggins. Hibs, Hibs on it. Hibs. He plays well, and then no, sorry, he's off the bench and he plays well against Hibs. He started against St Johnston. Ah, uh, he wasn't up to it. He was that game, mate. And then ever since then, he's hardly been seen. But he must be sitting thinking, I am a big flop. Probably tell my wages. Couldn't be better players, fair enough. But he's the very much getting slowed down because he could have played another six, seven years from all of So uh, he's, he's behind his development no, where he's doing that. You would see the point if we were firing all cylinders and scoring two and five goals and the midfield was absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're kind of getting the team because we're playing so well. We're fucking absolutely dumping it all the fucking part. We just not let them in. So what does that tell you? And he, buy, he buys a young boy sorrow. I know. And, I know. Do it. The young boy look at Connell and all, the Bolton, who's got a big prospect. I don't even think he's been on a bench that season. I've hardly, I've hardly, hardly seen him play at all, the boy. Um, uh, and you're talking about obviously signing players, right? The policy for us, I, I really don't know where it's coming from because as we touched on last week and I've said before, it doesn't take four weeks to scout a fucking player. I could I could watch a game tonight like Southampton Newcastle playing the night. I could watch that tonight and go in ten minutes that boy's a player. It, it doesn't need to take free scout reports, fucking YouTube videos to scout a player. It's I know there's more stuff involved in just going to a game watching you've really right doing what he does for the team and does he fit the formation or but some of the guys we've signed, even under Rogers it's been fucking hopeless. Some of the Dutch people, I know we've, we've had the Berry, St. Clair's, we've had the Dyer's. Dyer would say we've had Dyer, wasn't it? Dyer, wasn't it? Aye. Also, even. 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 And I just felt, I don't know what the fuck the problem was. But anyway, we didn't go and sign him, right? So we then go to a Yeti and we try and sign him and we agree a few with West Ham. 
and I get he turns around and tells us I'm weighing up my options and goes and holds it for two weeks. He's turning around and telling you I'm weighing up my options. Obviously, Lennon's nipped in, spoke to him, he's not had any other options, and then he signs with you, and you're thinking, that to me is desperation. Yeah, you know I mean, obviously, uh, they've identified Tony and whatever, they've either not been able to afford them or what, but I heard the boys message us for Glasgow, and he wanted to sign with Celtic, and obviously, Celtic put it through hard goals. And the boys now scored, I think, seven goals in about eight games for continental. Mm-hmm. He's a big, powerful player. We've not we've no actually got a physical presence up front, have we? No. Edward's more physical, really, is he? Let's be honest. He can hold the ball, he, he hold the ball up, but it's when he holds the ball, he likes to turn. He doesn't want to hold it, and he's, he's, he's always got to, he's got to be involved in something. As yeah. you say, when it comes to the recruitment, we really don't get any. I was quite, I wasn't anti Tony on Twitter, I was just saying that I could understand Celtic's point of view where £10 million for a League One striker. Doesn't even really make business sense. But, but I think Brentford went for about six million, right? And I think it's all add-ons. I think it was six million mm. with add-ons. See, see if that was the case, right? If it was a flat six million pound, I, I maybe went fair enough, I because we've spent five million. Add-ons would take it maybe up to ten million dollars the four year or five year, whatever it is. Well, you know what I mean? If it is four or five year, you've got to pay half a few million pound, mate. Fair enough, because we send a jet for five million pounds, so an extra million yeah. pounds is not really going to. Because let's be honest, our accounts just came out with still eighty million pound profit, so the money's yeah. there to spend. Um, I was I wasn't anti Tony, but I was anti Tony for ten million pound. I was like, it uh-huh. doesn't make business sense to sign a guy for ten million pound, but it would have made business sense to sign a guy for West Ham. We've not really played. If it comes to Celtic and play, that five million pounds doubled in thin from three months. Uh-huh. But obviously, I saw I saw think Jay is a good player. I think he's. Get him make his a good cycle, but again, he's getting. Yeah, um, I think he needs maybe a run of games and that, but he really needs to step up to the plate now. You know what I mean? That's a big, that's a lot of money, five million pounds. Oh, it's that's what I was talking about. Tumble three million pound, a jetty five million pound, the goalkeeper. See, the see the start of that season when Ori signed, I was like, yeah, that's that's a good transfer, wasn't he? I was thinking, right, the Um. Sorrow last January was two million, Kamala was three and a half million. We spent some money and I don't think we've had much back return yet. You know what I mean? For the money we spent. Because obviously right away I thought to go, right? Played with a e- Kiafin e- e- to decent team. They played in Europe a lot, he's played for Greece, I thought he's come with a good experience compared to international, European. He's a lot of clean sheets, I think, for AK e- Athens as well. So you're thinking right. I uh, won in every two games, clean sheet, um, which is phenomenal, but I don't know if that was his twin brother. <laughs> Fucking, he's still there and we've seen what happened to us because he doesn't look confident enough for me. You know? His twin brother, his name is Barcash Arciano, or whatever you want to call him. It was very, that, that as you say, that took a good few days, weeks to get out of the line. If that's the guy you want, why does it take, I, that's what I want to say about football teams, I, obviously I don't know the injuries at the board and what happens for transfers, right, but I know it's a lot more than just signing a dotted line, mate, I want to buy him, but see if you want a guy, just go get him, none of us, or we'll stop and we'll, we'll see if we qualify for Europe first, or we'll see how we start, if you want a guy, sign him, but see Foster, I know, I think he's on 90 grand a week at Southampton, right, 
Carney dropped down to say 30 foot and they went to Celtic. That's a hard task. I know we're all, we're all guys, we've all got balls to play. If I have to drop back down, I ain't not have to drop. But for one season to come and be an absolute legend. And then he can go probably, he could have probably picked for a couple of clubs again that he would have, he would have got his wages again. You know what I mean? It's the fact that he's, sit, he's sitting in his ass. He's not, he's not playing. He got told that. He got told that. The Southampton manager that listen, you are a percent of the choice, you're no playing. So, like any level of football, you see if you're no playing, you're going to find me money here. I want to go and play on a bit of lesser level. I'll go somewhere else to play football and get myself fit again. You don't sit on the bench and just sit and go, oh, I could tease one and I'll just say. If, if you get any ambition, you want to go and play football. And that's. It's not like he's a young boy either now. He's what, 30 odd? You know what I mean? I know he's. Maybe he's got four or five years left in him. You want to go and play, you know what I mean? That's it, you want to make a mess of it. Just touching on strikers, right? Griffiths is very similar, Kamara's very similar. Like, there's nobody physical presence. Mm. So, I was just speaking to my wee mate earlier and I just said, there's no plan B, what striker wise options. And Edward's lovely with nice touches and he's a wee bit of physical, but with nobody that can go, he doesn't on it. And, and I just, we're talking about like somebody like Lyndon Dykes for £2 million would have been a pure steal. See somebody just to, see last night against Sparta? Mm-hmm. See the type of that nice football? See a guy a, playing a ball up to a big guy like Lyndon Dykes last night? He'd have ragdolled that Sparta defence about. No saying him particularly, but somebody of that stature, but you would have got for £2 million. He might not score you loads of goals, but he'll drag cunts about and make a fucking physical presence that you probably, we need. You know what I mean? When things are new going away like that, where you can just get stuff here that, just ping balls up to him, he'll hold it in and bring your rocket cheese and your fucking hell and he sees that into play. You know what I mean? No, definitely. See, see, obviously, see when you said there was rumours about Dykes from Rangers or Celtic, I was like, two million pounds for him. Mm, I was like, two million pounds for guys, hardly kicked the ball. Yep. See, now, see that boss for Scotland. Brilliant. He would do your job. He would do your job. Um, it's, again, it's, see, see, see on him, right? He plays in Scotland, right? So, the scouting staff, the recruitment staff, whatever, coaching staff, manager, they see him basically every single week playing football. Um, so, they must think, oh, he's getting back during a big fucking attack all the time. So, um, what, what can he do in your team? As you say, we're missing a big lump, but no, I think, just to mix things up in Europe and maybe against Rangers and things like that, where you're not getting all your own way, just to change it up a bit. You know what I mean? It might not be pretty, but sometimes a big London Dykes maybe doing it at Livingston or Kamarnock, where you're not getting to play your football, where you maybe need a target man or somebody that can fucking just do something different. You know what I mean? Like ruffle, ruffle them up and just bring others into play or good at set pieces and that. You watch them with Scotland. How good he is with Scotland, he brings us up the heart and just, he's throwing it what he does, you know what I mean? It's just somebody of that mould where you go, right, it's not maybe a game for Edward today or a Yeti or Griffiths because mm. you're going against two big humps at the back, you know what I mean? It's just going to kick everything that moves. So maybe you're doing it enough for a wee bit and change your tactics for these games, you know what I mean? Because that thing is, who's the last person we've had? Is it, was it Hessling? It was probably the last big lump we've had. Aye, we are physically present, sorry. Tyler didn't have anybody really 
You get myself with Griffiths, wasn't it? So, but see, see, like even even with Rodgers, we didn't have it. But we had the players around. Yeah, we had. Well, we had it with Dumbelly, didn't we? Dumbelly was quite good. There, we had the yeah. players around Dumbelly to get the balls in the box, and the new were just. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big bit off. So I, I was a psychic myself. I'm a believer. If you get the service and you're a finisher and a psychic, you score goals. But if you've not got the service for the wingers, the psychic's always going to look the bad guy because he's no scoring, he's no one that move. But as you say, if you've got a big lump up front, he'll hold you the ball up front. Edward may hold the ball up, but then he'll want to come and know just like, like hearts and that. I know we keep you back to the old days, but Sutton and Hartson. If, doesn't matter how fast the ball was, the ball was in the They hold the ball, they go you up the park. We've not got that. No, no, we've not got it. And that's what I think we're a wee bit wrong with. We should have, no saying Lyndon Dykes, but somebody of his stature, this type of player, you know what I mean? You try to tell me you can't scout a football League One or Championship or France fucking League One or whatever, you know what I mean? Even in London Dykes mold just somebody like that when it's no going I don't know I think they maybe trying to bring bio in for that but he can fucking help us isn't he you I see I mean? top bio recruitment night maybe see we see a million two million pound Rogers says he was brilliant <sighs> again did Rogers sign him because where did he get these guys face Slovakian Premier League or Slovenian where did he where did these guys get how did he get where did he get anything uh, and you're, you're bringing a guy from there to Scotland. It's a, as by Shane Duffy found out, it's a big culture shock, a, a big culture shock up here. It's it's yeah. so tappy tappy football. It's in your face. It's quick. It's a battle. And if you've no get, if you're not up to speed here, then might Joey Barton found out your Rangers. Yeah. Doesn't matter what league you play at. If you're if you're not up to speed and you do and you're underestimating this league, then you've got no mail because I know you need guys. I know it's you know what I mean. It's early years. Some of these players are maybe good with football players and all that, but as you say, the speed and the fucking people in your face and that, a lot of people just kind of deal with. From I, it's hard. See, see up from you've got a guy up front. Who's big, big lump guy and he holds the ball. They have to play against and he gets you up the park. But Edwards just he's not that sort of guy. He is a technically he's a technically very, very good player. But for me, the dirty side of the game, it doesn't do well. And I don't think we've got I know Griffiths gives energy and he'll chase after defenders, but we've not got a guy when the ball's up. Can elbow take it in. We've not got a guy like that. Little rough up feathers and and that you, you know yourself. You play football. See me some of these that in your face. It fucking annoys yeah, you. Push you push your, your game and well, I'm really missing. It's very hard to know. It's not just seen up front. It's ever, see me see centre back. So when was the last time we actually had Van Dijk? Probably was the last defender we had that had different. Uh, uh, I like, I do like Julian Wright, but he has his games where you like goals. Uh, I'm in a big man. Yeah. You need to settle down. Ayer, Ayer's probably the best 
but you didn't miss the two of them, let's be honest. You can oh, see it okay. last night. And I don't know what the fuck, Julian, he's saying he'll be back after the kind of international break. I hope the fuck he is. You know what I mean? Because he's 10 times better than what's worth going to the back, you know? You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's definitely, but for me, it's definitely the same as for the Matinama. It's for tap to do. We've always seen Rangers as a step ahead of them, and that's what matters to us, isn't it? As long as we're a step ahead of them, yeah. you know what I mean? That's no, all I... we've ever thought of. As long as we're a step ahead of them, it doesn't matter about anything else. You know what I mean? We broke Rogers in, we went, I hit him fire, we were brilliant. And then it all started concert with Rogers and the board, and then Rogers left, and you're thinking, they're just caring as long as they're ahead of Rangers. They don't care about taking us to the next level or spending mm. the next money to get us here. You know what I mean? It's just, I mean, that's what was it? I think this season, 70 million. And then Rogers' season, we were at 100 million. Aye. You know what I mean? So it's a 30 million drop, obviously. Champions League and that stuff, but you're just thinking, it's a lot to be roasting in. You know what I mean? There's a club. Yeah, obviously, see, these days in football, I know football is, I know you can pay 50 million pounds for a guy and he's not that good, but. Nine things out of ten life you you pay what you pay is what you get and you've went through Rogers getting forty or grand a week, whatever he was getting two million, four million pound a year to Lennon and it's the standards right away are, are gonna drop. Uh, I know airtime Rogers' attention to detail is aye. No, I mean the specific attention to details how he wanted everything, how he changed like the youths, the fucking first team that as you say is Probably how he had his role first, just changed everything to exactly specific what he wanted. You know what I mean? Whereas Rogers would have probably turned and said, No, nah, I don't I'm not happy with that. Mm. Whereas I think Lionel would just go, I'm kinda of lucky to be on this job again. I'll just accept it. You know what I mean? Because yeah, again, he never he just accepted he wasn't allowed to bring in his own fucking backroom staff, which to me just reeks up your shit. You know what I mean? I was just I wouldn't I wouldn't put my neck on a line to just obviously it's we all love the club. But I would turn and say, aye, and when it all goes tits up, Peter Lawwell's not going to take your blame. It's got to be me that takes your blame. So why did he accept the terms in the first place? You know what I mean? Because talk about Lawwell, right? He's the highest CEO, paid CEO in the UK, right? No, he's the second highest, right? He's just behind Ed Woodward of Man United. Right? Well, second highest in the UK. I know he was in the UK, I know, right? I know he's Oh, it's doing to him if this is what you're paid your fucking money for. Um, him, but supposedly Desmond's already been contacted. Again, if you go by rumours, supposedly, but I think Sunday, if he gets beat his under, I think he's off. He's got to be. I think he's in a draw. Should seal, seal, sorry, seal the nail in the coffin, to be honest with you. See, if he even draw. See, what I mean? even if a day one. It's, it's it's paying, it's paying it's paying it doesn't mean because even if we go one seven on Sunday, I've just seen my team get fucking annihilated off a team that's seven missing players, they've not played in two months, but yeah, it's all right to beat Motherwell or that's a back door Rosie. It, because it's no Rosie. It's there's a lot of issues I think obviously we don't know everything, but for me, for the outset, if a fan, how can you go through there? As you were saying, right, one step ahead all the time, mate. We had the money, we've, we've got the money to be five years ahead of Rangers. Rangers shouldn't be anywhere near us. They shouldn't be anywhere near Celtic because we've got the money, 
And we thought they'd bring a major win, that's what would have happened. I know, it's, it's just everything you just all went for there to there. And it's, it's hard to, as a fan, people will say that, as you see, we're greedy by success. We've seen our team win trebles and doubles and leagues. And if you've seen that to then seeing this, you're like, how the fuck can that team go for there to here? It's it's very hard to watching that game last night, but I was just like, ah, this is it was like the dire era was coming in. There was the similar situation where like the players were just like, fuck this. Let, 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 to me, Len looks a broken man now. Talking to the, to the media, it's like it came out of you every time. It's it's just not a good a good time now, and I hope. I just hope we, we get this sorted because we've got to sort it within the next before the international break before it's too late in my opinion. I don't think I still think Rangers they're a decent team, but they're very well organised, they're better coached. I don't think they're they're near the players. I just think that they're, they're better drilled, better mentality this year and they want it. And I just think that we are to me it just looks like we don't want it now. The, the managers just like Aye, well, a lot of them are going through the motions, a lot of them just don't look 100% fit to me, any of the players, you know what I mean? I'm hearing these rumours that Lennon's getting them days off constantly, keen them two and three days off. To me, that should never be happening, you know what I mean? They fucking no. barely own a training part as it is, you know what I mean? Especially when you're playing Thursday, Sunday, you're only training maybe twice a week. The rest of the time, it's recoveries or shape or tap again I, I can remember I don't know if you remember seeing the quote I can remember it was like 2010 or 11 Lenin says that he wasn't a big believer in tactics I heard this I've heard this remember. Lenin's all about motivation get around get fucked into them and do all this and in their faces tactics to him is it's like old school you know what I mean you see now when you're watching games you're maybe thinking <laughs> you might be right mate because the tactics to me uh, after watching, he's even watching Cam McGregor's interview yesterday, and he says, "What is jointed? Wait a minute, here, that's that's alarm bells right away when they're in. They're telling you that they're disjointed. Then there's something. You watched Gunnar yesterday, McGregor, didn't you? What? What? Is that? I'm just. I don't even know what to say. You see that? I'm just fucking. It looked pissed off, to be honest with you. It looked like he just wanted to come out and say. I'm fucking no happy with this year then he wanted to tell you more, but he obviously had to bite his tongue a bit more on it, you know what I mean? Because she was like, oh, that's, thanks for being so honest, but I think another couple of minutes and he would have spoken oh, to the lot more, you know what I mean? I think if, I think it's the fact that it's on national television, if I was just an interview with it's like selling TV or something, right. and he was trying to fucking take out some words, I think he was going to say that a bit Because <laughs> I would like to think, as a brand change with myself, I'd like to think there'd be a lot of guys getting you, you fucking you. Uh, I'd like to think there'd be a few fights. As a natural instinct, I'd like to think there'd be a lot of arguing. But again, for that team, they don't look that sort of team. They're too nice to me. The problem is in football, and all levels now is like, I don't Duffy, <laughs> no, I mean, but you know what I mean? There's no. It's 
football, football news is totally social media is totally. I mean, football. And, I it's like you see like guys like your Scott Browns and the guys even even guys in in the Premier League at Harley going their social media. They're obviously guys that are playing well every week, scoring well every week. Fair enough, Marcus Rashford. The way he does for football for the sort of the, the kids stuff that's amazing, mate. That but take away that for the football. Even Roy Keane says on the football park he's doing fuck all. He says that, but the fact that he's doing well for that side is maybe taking his eye off the football. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. that side of the players need to just do you remember years ago Ryan like, used to loan players out to junior teams to toughen them up used to clean players boots and all that the young cunts coming through with clean cunts boots and all that and sent out to a junior team he needs toughened up that wee guy mm-hmm. because in playing reserve games that we used to have the reserve league and fuck you maybe playing against I don't know man just say a fucking Charlie Muller or something you were, he was coming through and he would kick you and fucking toughen you up. Nowadays, players, they don't get in it like that. They don't get in no. it like that at all. They're scared to put a guy out there. No, maybe a junior team or anything like that, but out to a team that's fucking maybe in League One and that, oh, he might get injured. And it's just pussies. They're just pussy working the players. They're pure fucking wee pussies. You know what I mean? Uh, I agree with you in the sense that footballs money, I think you should hear the, the papa, didn't they? Even the guys who, there's guys that are, are 19, they're millionaires. Aye, but you'll never ever hear of them. Never no. ever hear of them. <laughs> the reserves are fucking Man City reserves and they'll be millionaires, but you'll never, you'll never hear of them. Be... And all you see is already me flashing motors. Me flashing fucking lights and motors. Oh, I've got a Ferrari, I've got this. Aye, but where's your medals? Where's your goals? How many games you played? How many caps you got? Ah, you're right, mate. Football is just... <laughs> football is not really football anymore. As you say, it's a business. It's Celtic. As much as we all, we all like to think Desmond and Lowell and whoever else are Celtic fans, but they are Celtic like a business. If, if they don't think somebody for £10 million, no good businesses, then they won't dare because you know that that selling clause won't make them money, so they're not going to do it. That's how I think sometimes Celtic don't bite the bullet and just say something for it. What, 15, whatever, a million pounds? I don't know if do that, but I'm just talking about just go pay for one pound and do it. Neither of us, oh, we'll, we'll give you two million pounds and fucking two million pounds in solvents. Just go it in there. As it's just, as you say, the recruitment again, the job. And this, this recruitment side of things, as well, you know what I mean? And you're well, I might have scouts all in the world. I don't know, fucking, must be Stevie Wonders we've got in the world, blinded, you know what I mean? Because to me, there's no other success on that side yet, you know what I mean? Definitely, mate. And obviously, the last wee bit, mate, touched on Mullerwell on Sunday. To me, it's it's another Tomarnock game, Glennon's game against Tomarnock, well, Fino doing three each, I think that type of atmosphere for this game. I think we just need to win. If when, if when, I don't think we just need to win, I think we need to put our performance in because see if we don't perform and we might see if I win or win then it's, it's not working. I don't think it's working anyway but Sunday's game They're going to be right up to well, aren't they? They're going to be in your faces I, for the first one And it's where really, I, I want to say I'm caring about the performance obviously I'm up but we just need to win the game. I don't care if it's a last minute goal game, we just we need to get first and foremost, we just need to win the game because 
We need to sober up. We need to sober us to see the clean sheet as well. We need a clean sheet, big time. But are we going to... Are we just people on the other cracks again if we just win this game? I don't know. Are we? Is that what the... Probably There's well. got to do something. There's got to be a... I don't give a fuck if Edward are in charming that. Do you see why I leave him January? Get him out the door. See, the end of the day, one bad apple fucking cake. If you're not happy, sell them. That's it. I don't give a fuck. Definitely. Get rid of them. Because at the end of the day, Only point for the jersey, it's called a left hand replacement, and we don't, you know what I mean? But there's something just in the right. It's definitely, it was the same as I was talking to my dad earlier about this, about this and see, see when Rogers left, I before, obviously before the bear left, the belly, Edward and the Jan, the freedom was supposedly pure happy Celtic, they were playing superb, and obviously Rogers, he left, supposedly, and Jan and Edward were like, Oh fuck this I, I like going on him. And Lennon's come in and it's just things on the right and talking about the game on Sunday, I I, be, I, I would probably play Tumble. I be, I, I would play him. I would, I would I'd maybe drive round it and play him. Just Aye. it's uh, I'd, do you know what I'd maybe grab Duffy and play the boy Welsh because Duffy's no good. I agree with you hundred percent. See the end of the day. If you're playing bad, I don't care how good who you are. If you're playing bad, you get dropped. It's as simple as that. You know what I mean? I don't care if you can pay 50 million for the guy. You're no good enough at the end of the day and you're not playing well. Maybe you need to be back with the team just to fucking wake him up to it. You know what I mean? I would, I, I would agree with you because you can't have three. F- I know what we're going to go to big, informers, uh, big enforcements to bring in, but uh, you've got a young guy sitting there with potential. The only way he's going to get potential to be better is playing him. So if Duffy's not playing well, play him. There's, there's no point playing a guy just not playing well because he's just going to keep playing the way he's playing. And the boy hasn't really done that bad, Walsh, has he? Even if he's ever created anything really, like the way Duffy's been. Can you imagine if that was Walsh doing the mistakes that Duffy's done? Well, Obviously, people are saying that about Duffy, but. Because he's met to be this big Celtic supporter and there's paid this money for him, I don't give a fuck who he is. Get him out the team because Barkas get dropped, you know what I mean? The worst people can get dropped, you know what I mean? So, I agree with you on that, mate. Only uh, predictions, mate. Um, I generally just think it'll be a struggle, but I think we'll win. I think we'll win a game maybe one, one nothing, two one. I think we'll see it's into that stage now, mate. I didn't know what it's going to be. Yeah, I've just talked to turn up and win the game and uh, I think I mean maybe just go to one. I think we're always liable to see the goal now. So I think we always need to score two goals now, at least to actually win a game because we're always seeing the goal. Yeah, I agree with you on that, mate. Last night, Thursday night, sorry, Sparta never scored six. Oh, I'm not a lot better than 
than four goals anyway. Um, but that's been happening every game. But even as you were talking about the first game against Hamilton, the first league game, the first league game, it was five one. But Hamilton scored three goals. <laughs> We're very reliable. Yeah, scored two, because I scored four. Okay. We're very reliable. We can see goals. And but Sunday, I just think that I know about a few changes. I just think we just need to win the game. I don't, I don't really care about the performance because I think no matter how we play, for me, the manager's a dead man walking. I think he's the new. Yeah. Just, I think he's just got a game again basis now. I think. But yeah, it works. It looks like he's half defeated to me. Looks as a. He's not got much more to give. The old line would have come out fighting and been fucking willing to go on that. To me, he just looks a bit as if he wants to be there, but he can't seem to motivate the players enough to keep the fight up. You know what I mean? I agree with you there, mate. Um, but I think I'll be as done as he, mate. Cover different, I think we've got to cover. I think there's a lot more we can talk about, but I think we'll leave that for another day, mate. Um, Sunday just won the game and I think we'll, we'll go on for them. Maybe what's your thoughts on that? I just probably get the game won if we can get it won. Get into the winter break and just try and recruit. Fucking get ourselves back into action and try and get the fucking team back firing cylinders. You know what I mean? Again, it's been good to catch up with you, mate. Talk about yeah, self. Thank you very much for inviting us. The bad, the bad thoughts, mate. Um, again, we're back next week reviewing uh, the late games. Uh, thanks a lot, Robert. I uh, appreciate it, mate. Um, back next week in the new podcast. Thanks, Robert. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Bye, mate. Bye. Bye. No matter where you are in your wellness journey, immune support is crucial. That's why you need quality immune support that you can trust. Nature's Way Sambucus is the elderberry brand that you can count on to provide quality, traditional immune support. We pick our elderberries at their peak to deliver an elderberry extract rather than a juicer or powder so you know you're getting the best of what nature has to offer. Find your way to well with quality immune support from Nature's Way Sambucus. This statement has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The N-OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve, too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.